The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. To all who come to our happy place, welcome to the No Guilt Disney Podcast, where we have no guilt about our love for all things Disney. We are three Disney fangirls who probably know more about the Disney parks than most grown women should, and we're perfectly okay with that. 100% okay with that. Yes, I, I have no no doubts about that here. <laughs> Hello, everyone. My name is Teresa, and you can find me on Twitter at Gertie the Dino. I'm Jane, and you can find me on Instagram at RealMouseWifeWDW. Hey, y'all, I'm Patty Holiday from NoGuiltDisney.com and No Guilt Travel, a travel agency that specializes in Disney and Universal vacations. You can find me on all socials at No Guilt Life. And uh, we are officially in Halloween season, like deep into Disney Halloween season. And we're going to talk a little bit about costumes and Disney bounding. And if some of this sounds familiar, you might have heard us talk about it before because we like it. Um but we've got a, like a special twist this uh, this month, thanks to the Walt Disney World Park. However, before we jump into that, I do think it's important that we make some comments about what happened last week, and I guess is continuing to happen now as we're even recording this. Uh, and that is this wide, huge number of layoffs that's happening through the Disney um, community. Now, They've been furloughed and they've been out of work for a long time, at least, you know, many of them. Many of them have been continuing to work. I've seen some familiar faces that I know were still working uh, who were just announcing uh, layoffs um, as recently as today, actually. I saw a couple. And uh, so it's it's a big it's a big thing that's happening and it's a big hit that's going on. And since we do focus a lot, in, you know, in the Disney community, we just wanted to make sure that you know that we're aware and that we saw this and that of course we are feeling for all of our Franciscos that are, um, you know, being affected by this. But personally, I also want to just take it a step further and say that not only are we concerned about our theme park employees, but as everybody knows in Orlando, the way, the way how Disney goes, so goes the rest of the economy in, in that, that city. So this is a huge impact on everybody in Orlando and in Central Florida. And then if you want to even scale out, we're talking Anaheim. Anaheim is going to be crushed by a lot of this, not just the Disney employees, but a lot of folks have been out of work for a long time, kind of waiting for Disney to get back you know, up and running. And that's still not happening. We still don't have a date for that over at Disneyland. Um, my whole point to this is that Francisco's, we care, we're worried about you, we're thinking about you, but I want to extend my personal concerns to everyone that has been affected by this whole COVID situation and the loss of jobs and the worry that's out there. Um, it's a lot. It's a lot to take in and there's a lot going on. And if there's any resources that you know that could help not just cast members, but anybody that's affected by, by layoffs and um, 
and furloughs over the last couple of months, please reach out to us. We'd love to, you know, help pass that along and uh, let us know if there's something going on in your specific community. Uh, we are open to all of the Disney lovers out there, even if you're not working directly for the mouse. Um, Teresa, I think you had a list of some options. Yes. So I did find a resource through somebody on, had created a link tree, which if you don't know what that is, it's essentially, it is just a single web page that has a bunch of different links that anybody can add to it. Um, and so this one, we will link it in show notes, but it's um, link tree slash help cast members. And it does have a lot of, it does have some cast member specific resources, like resources cast members can use. It has lists of shops that you can buy from to support cast members, but it does also um, have resources for, I guess some of it's for anybody who's lost a job recently. So information about how to set up a LinkedIn page for job searching or a resume formatting guide. But it also has a lot of information about, you know, food assistance in Anaheim and Central Florida, um, as well as information. If you have some extra money and if you've been, if you feel drawn to help donate to some of these causes, it has links for, there's the cast member pantry, which is set up by former cast members to help people who are in need of food and other assistance, um, as well as the Second Harvest Food Bank, which I know we've talked about, it's they talked about a lot in Central Florida. They do also have an Orange County, California branch. So it's, it's just, I was amazed by how many resources are on here just for anybody in general who's, you know, either needs some extra assistance right now or is looking in ways that they can help. Yeah. And don't forget in this uh, gig economy kind of small business, uh, you know, thing that's happening, a lot of folks are, are turning to like, you know, their Etsy shops. And, you know, our favorite one is uh, Jane's Etsy shop. Uh, please, if you get a chance and you can shop small, I actually have a blog post about that, which by the way, also helps a small business owner. Uh, if you want to hit that up, I'll put that in show notes, but um, you know, think, think small and, and think about how you can help somebody's bottom line and uh, impact them going forward. And Jane, what is the name of your Etsy shop for folks if they want to go check it out? My Etsy shop is Magical Mimosas. Um, don't ask me what I was drinking when I came up with that name. <laughs> it's one of my favorite ones because it just makes me smile. And what's wrong with <laughs> magic or mimosas? I mean, <laughs> I'm all about it. You know, I try. I do my, I do my best. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Well done. All right. So on to the topic at hand. Uh, as We've discussed one of the fun things that Walt Disney World has added to the parks this year uh, is the idea that we can costume at Magic Kingdom through the whole month of October. Uh, Jane, tell us a little bit about what you've been seeing when you've been in the parks. So um, I've been to the parks, I don't know, a handful of times now, and it's been a mixture of costumes and themed outfits and Disney bounds. So, um, and I will say it's everybody from adults to children, to families, to groups. We did um, a Disney bound, a group Disney bound as Alice in Wonderland characters. And we had great fun all day long with people saying, Oh my God, I love your costumes. I love that you guys are dressed up for the, for Halloween. Um, and there was everything from full makeup, full glam, full costume, wig, whole nine yards, people, 
to, you know, just people wearing an adorable pumpkin themed t-shirt, which is, you know, appropriate. So I love that Disney allows, well, first of all, they're allowing people to do costumes in the parks, which they never have before, except if it was a party. Um, but it also, it just get there's so much range that everybody can participate. And that's what I love about it. Yeah, I've always had the dream of, you know, dress well, dressing up in full costume and getting to go, which is why I would shell out the extra bucks to go to these parties at least once a year. Because, okay, I'll be honest, the photos are great. (laughs) Where else can you lay down on a bench as casual sleeping beauty and take a picture in the middle of the Magic Kingdom, right? I mean, when else could you do that? Uh, Well, the good news is you can do it for the entire month of October. But let's talk a little bit about the difference between costuming and Disney bounding. I love cosplay and I love costuming, which like Jane mentioned, tends to be more full makeup, more hair, more attention to detail as far as, I don't know, trying to be accurate, right? And being an actual representation in a costume type role where Disney bounding, Teresa, how would you describe Disney bounding? Because that's more your style. Yeah, so Disney bounding, the brief way I usually explain it is it's using clothes and fashion to recreate the outfits of Disney characters without it being an exact costume. One of the things I really love about it is that you can do it in your own style or you can blend styles and it can be as high or low fashion as you want it to be. Um, I love that it's it's a great subtle way to bring Disney, you know, either into, into the parks or into your daily life because you can wear an outfit representing a character. Other Disney fans might recognize what you're doing right away, um, but there's going to be a lot of people who you're just, you know, you're just wearing an outfit. So for me, it's just, I like that I can do this in my day-to-day life and right away people come up to me and make a comment about it. I can be like, oh, we're going to be friends because you, you get what's happening here. <laughs> Jane, I have a question because I think I've asked this to Teresa and I can't remember what our final answer was. So I'm kind of using you as like the deal breaker here, the, um, the decision maker. So my costume, and you saw the picture that I wore for uh, Cruella DeVille when I was in the parks uh, 10 days ago, two weeks ago, whatever it was. Um, would you consider that a Disney bound or an actual costume based on what Teresa just described? I feel so put on the spot. <laughs> um, I don't think I've seen a full length like picture of it. Okay. Okay. Um, but I would say it was more costume. Because yeah, so you, I should- mean, you, had, you had the wig, you had the cigarette, like everything was sort of exactly. Costuming. Right. Yeah. Right. But. If you took off the wig and I didn't carry that thing around, I would have been cosplay. Yes? So that's what I was I was going to add. Um, basically, <laughs> for me, as soon as you add a wig, it's a costume. Okay. All right. <laughs> that is like, that's, that's the line. That's, that's the line to cross is as soon as it's, a wig is added, it becomes a costume because you're changing had- something about yourself. Okay. Okay. I knew we had talked about it, but I just couldn't remember uh, what our what we finally landed on when it came to that because I kept calling it a costume. But when I but to be honest, guys, what I wore was my red flats that I wear all the time. Like I can wear those to the grocery store. I could wear those to church. You know, I mean, just they're red flats, right? Red flats, a black dress, and then it's it was 
literally a piece of fabric that I cut at a fabric store that was black and white. And I just kind of draped it all over myself. Uh, And that was, that became Cruella along with some red gloves, which obviously I don't wear those a lot. Uh, So once we started thinking about it, I was like, well, really was this cosplay? Was this costume? But I did. I had some, I had that, the uh, the hair. And then I definitely had a little prop action going on. So it was, I guess it's more costume, right? Is that what we're deciding? I would vote costume. I joined some Disney bounding Facebook groups when I was putting together our Disney bounds for this Halloween. And um, some of them had very specific rules, but they said there are things that are cause bounds. So, <laughs> oh my gosh, okay. So there's, like a, there's like a hybrid in the middle too. And I mean, don't ask me what it means because, you know, I was just like, could someone just tell me what outfit I need to wear? But, um, but apparently in the Venn diagram of getting dressed in the morning to go to Disney, there is an overlap between cosplay and bounding that is Cause bounding. Cause bounding. Oh, who knew? Who knew? I did not know this. <laughs> oh, that's funny. All right. All right. So when I went, uh, and I mentioned this before, I just didn't see a whole lot of people doing either. They, I didn't see a lot of cause, cause bounding. <laughs> I didn't see a lot of cosplay. I didn't see a lot of bounding. And I didn't see a lot of costumes. So I guess this is my personal plea to those of you who are venturing into the parks in October man, come up with something cute. Like you can take some great pictures right now at the Magic Kingdom with very little crowds around you and full costume if you want. And if you don't, like, I mean, I won't lie. I actually brought a change of clothes. So I wore my costume for three-fourths of the day, but probably the last hour and a half or so, I went ahead and changed out of it. I was just, the wig was getting hot and fussy and um, it needed, it needed a rest. (laughs) It needed a rest. So I did change. Uh, But again, it's easy to do that. Right. And so I just guess that's my beg. (laughs) My encouragement is if you can uh, get creative, get chat, you know, challenge yourself a little bit and put together something fun. Mine was, like I said, it was super easy. Everything was in my closet except for the wig that I bought, I think two years ago or three years ago. no, I first wore it in Arizona. So I've been here for over three years now. So I've had that wig for forever, right? Go, go find, go find some old Halloween costumes and figure out somehow to make a Disney character out of it. If you're a regular listener of the No Guilt Disney podcast, you know we always talk a lot about the way we show our love of Disney through our fashion choices. And if you haven't checked out cufflinks.com, you are missing out on some amazing gifts that you can buy for yourself or others uh, so they can do the same. Cufflinks.com believes in elevated individuality, knowing that you look and do your best when you feel the most like you. And with stylish men's accessories from Disney, Marvel, Star Wars, and 40 other brands, there's no end to the ways you can celebrate your fandom in style. You can tell that special someone, I love you 3000 with Iron Man cufflinks, show your coworkers this is the way with a Mandalorian lapel pin, or turn your entire wardrobe into a hidden Mickey scavenger hunt with their vast collection of 100% silk ties and pocket squares, tie bars, and so much more. And from now through December 31st, 
You get 15% off your order by entering no guilt at time of purchase. That's N-O-G-U-I-L-T for 15% off with no minimum order. Make sure you visit cufflinks.com to get everything you need to look professional while having no guilt about embracing your Disney side. What would be fun for you guys to see if you were walking around the parks? I always love when I see people who are able to do group costumes either with friends or family because in my mind, that gives you an opportunity to do some characters that are maybe a little bit more obscure and somebody might not recognize that character on its own, but once you see it with two or three other people, you can kind of, you can put it together. So especially if you're able to go with the group um, and for there are some movies that have so many characters that again, you know, you might not get a chance to dress up as that or represent that just by yourself. Um, but yeah, I think anytime you have a chance to, to get a group together to do a themed, any a themed outfit is a lot of fun. Yeah. I, I, um, I always love when people have this, um, the creativity to come up with outfits that are either cast member costumes or if it's, if they're dressed like a ride or an area, sometimes people will dress like a land, things like that. Cause that's just a level of creativity I don't have. So I love that. When I think I mentioned it in one of our previous episodes, we, we mentioned, we kind of talked about this in other episodes. So we had one, we talked about Dapper Day and I had mentioned, I would love to see somebody go to like Epcot wearing you know, something representing an Epcot attraction or an Epcot character, but doing it with like an 80s twist or doing something like I love seeing if you're going to do a Disney bound as a character, like adding a certain type of style to it. I think I did one once during it was during D23 Expo and I theme I was like Mickey goes to work because I was Disney bounding as Mickey Mouse, but I was using all all like elements, all peril that I would wear to the office. So I'm I'm a big fan of like doing two versions of a theme and putting it together. Yeah, that's fun. I I have to I have to echo what Jane said about like cast members and such. I will say that from a run Disney point of view, that those costumes were always the ones that were the biggest hits um, when we were uh, running in you know the VIP plaid costumes or uh, the uh, the parade uh, costumes. I mean, it just, it, it seems to bring extra smiles to the cast members faces and who doesn't love to make a Francisco happy, right? <clears throat> when I was right? there, uh, there was a group and um, there was a group that showed up and I didn't want to show my age by being like, hi, who are you guys supposed to be? Cause I knew they were somebody, they were this, they were a fabulous group and they were like, they hit it, the nail on the head too. They looked great, but I couldn't, I couldn't name them. I couldn't tell who they were. And so I didn't, uh, didn't say anything to them, but they looked really good. It was a group of about five millennial types that were, uh, were dressed up. And, uh, I really appreciated that. And, uh, they stopped and got some photo pass photos. So I'm sure they, we're really cute with those two. Uh, and now it's going to bother me that I don't know who that is. So any of my 90s friends, any of my friends that were raised in the 90s that can think of a good cartoon uh, that would make a good Disney bound, throw it at me and I'll try to figure out who these people were. I'm going through like all the Disney afternoon 
shows in my head. And now I really want to sing the Gummy Bears theme song. And I am just sorry. You did this to me. Which wait, can I bring up a fun fact that I just learned the other day? Um, The person who sings the Gummy Bears theme song is also one of the singers in Toto and is also John Williams' son. Oh, I had no idea. (laughs) I didn't either. There's your fun Disney fact of the day. (laughs) Who knew? All right. Uh, So if you are going to dress up in costume and you are going to either do a costume or a Disney bound, there are some some tips that we can give you on that. One being do what I did. Go all out. Um, The year that I dressed up for, it was during one of the parties and I did dress up as Sleeping Beauty, casual Sleeping Beauty from uh, the Wreck-It Ralph movie. And I had a full wig on, full long sleeve pajamas. And it was like 99 degrees outside. It was so hot. And when we first walked in, the cast member was like, "Um, please, sweetie, take all of that off if you need to. (laughs) She's like, be careful. I was like, I, I totally get you. I completely agree with you. Don't worry. I have a plan. And I did. I, I layered and I just stripped things off once I got all the pictures and had all the fun that I could stand in the costume and made myself way more comfortable uh, with just a few changes. So taking layers or trying to aim for a costume that's going to give you comfort is another really great plan. Uh, Jane, your mask was adorable. Thank you. You incorporated Um, that nicely into your little costume. So tell everybody what you did there. I did. Um, So we went as the Alice in Wonderland group and I was the queen of hearts because I love villains. And so what I did was I took, um, I took my mask and I put, you know, the, the queen has the pursed lips that look like the heart. So I put that on a mask and um, so that when I wore it, I had a mouth just like the Queen of Hearts all day long. <laughs> it's really cute. It's really cute. Make sure you put that picture in. Uh, I don't think you've dropped that picture yet. Make sure you put it in the Facebook group. Okay. It's in my profile photo. But I'll, oh, I'll profile. Okay. There. All right. Cool. Well, the, and the other thing is with bounding, what I love is that you can you can do it in your style. So when we picked our costumes, we were very cautious that we knew it was going to be 100 degrees outside and we wanted to be comfortable. So for mine, I chose, um, I had on little shorts with pockets underneath and then I had a skirt that went right over it so that if I wanted to, I could get rid of that skirt, take it off and then just have shorts on. And I wore just a a simple t-shirt. The woman that went as Alice, she had a dress that was just a simple cotton dress in light blue. So we really were able to make it happen in pieces that were comfortable. And, you know, like I was like, you could do this. If you wanted to do it in workout gear, you can. If you wanted to do it in you know a ball gown you can you can do it in whatever style you want to do it in so that was what I loved about it and one of the other things uh especially when I'm looking for something for a Disney bound I'll always try to find something I have like basically the two big things is number one it has to be comfortable um and I also look for things that I'll be able to wear multiple times so whether that's as several Disney bounding characters or that I'll just kind of wear 
daily. Um, I, and I think that helps. It helps make me more excited to Disney bounds when I have something. I'm like, I know how, like, what are all the different things that I can turn this into? Um, I did also get for my birthday or Christmas last year for my parents. It's, um, it's called Disney Who's Who. And it really is just like a, picture encyclopedia that kind of goes through every single Disney anime Disney and Pixar animated movie and it shows you it's like one page each for like different characters and so you can kind of see you can flip through that and see you know all right so I want to do I found a red dress how many characters in here can I find that have red dresses and how can I kind of modify it in different ways so especially if you're somebody who lives in Florida and is going to be going to Disney several times over you know during the Halloween season you know you can buy one thing and figure out how to make, you know, three or four different Disney bounds out of it. Yeah, I definitely do not underestimate the power of your closet, right? And uh, if you've already worn it before to the parks and you can figure out a way to use that in a costume, there's your answer. <laughs> I think that's also why I like uh, run Disney costumes so much is because that's how I base my costumes too, is I take my running costumes, uh, what I normally wear to run in, and then I layer or add on to something that I'm already comfortable in. And add accessories. Accessories are everything. <laughs> yes. Yes. I that that's usually my one um the outlier to something I'll use again. I will always look for a character specific accessory, but it does have to be under ten dollars just because again, I don't want to I don't like buying things if I'm not going to get a lot of use out of them. But especially when you're in the parks, that's when I'll I may splurge a little bit more because that's it's just fun. I don't there's something so I Disney bounding is so much fun. And especially when you're in Disney and there's other people who get it, or you know, you can if you're doing Rapunzel, maybe find a little fake frying pan and you can take pictures over in the Rapunzel area. Like I, there's something so much fun about having those nice little touches. Oh, I completely agree that uh, the little the little touches makes all the difference when it comes to uh, these kind of costumes and Disney bounding. And especially when you're around people who will appreciate that them. That <laughs> honestly goes so far because for somebody to get it and to notice it and to say, oh my gosh, look at what you did here. That always brings like an extra level of, yay, go me, <laughs> um, which is always fun. So um, that's, I think that, you know, kind of wraps it up. Uh, Teresa, we have some other episodes, right? That we go into more depth if people really want to hear a little bit more about costuming or run Disney costumes and Disney bounding and that sort of thing. Do you remember which ones those were? Yeah. Yes. Um, so there are three that come to mind. I mentioned the Dapper Day one, which is a little, little bit more niche. Um, but we also, when we did our episode about the Instagram walls, we talked a lot about, I guess, generally dressing for the park. And if you, you know, if you're going to be doing some kind of photos in the park, how you can dress for certain areas. Um, but also on the No Girl Fangirls, yeah. But also on the No Guilt Fangirls podcast, um, we did an episode just about Disney bounding with our friend Lindsay. And we talk about, I think we go into kind of like Disney pounding versus cosplay. Um, but Lindsay is very creative and she does a lot of like her own handmade signs. So if you're interested in this, like give that episode a listen because I could listen to her talk about this yeah, all day. Yeah, no, Lindsay knows her stuff when it comes to this. I guess like she actually went to school for it, uh, for costuming, which I didn't know that about her until we started recording that. <laughs> So that was a fun episode. So if you have any questions about costumes or Disney bounding, or you want to share your costumes and Disney bounding with us, or you want to ask more questions, you can come join us in our Facebook group, No Guilt Disney, or you can email us at no guilt Disney 
pod at gmail.com. <laughs> Good job, Jane. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And and I do, especially I I love seeing other people's Disney bounds because they always inspire me to do other things. So yes, please, please come join the Facebook group and share any that you've come up with um, and any that you're wearing to the parks now. And make sure you keep joining us each week on the No Guilt Disney podcast, because as Patty likes to say, it's no fun to fangirl Disney alone. Bye, y'all.